Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. anniversary to us yes indeed it is what's up everybody nuan is now espn radio as well as swx montana television i'm colter nuanas coming to you from the northwest motorsports studio thanks so much for being with us hope you're having a great wednesday it's national signing day i'm grumpy about it i know people are going to tell me i'm being a hater but uh i don't know man it's just exhausting if uh it's not exhausting the activity of going to see the kids sign the letters. That's a great individual thing for everybody. We'll get into it later on in the show. I don't need to start off on a bad note because this is a celebration. We have so many wings you wouldn't believe. It's our 10th anniversary here at ESPN Missoula. I've been along for the ride for about just short of half of that uh, in July. Maybe it's August. I think August 7th is my uh, my anniversary day. That'll be, that'll be five years for me here. 
at ESPN Missoula. So I appreciate uh, everybody for all they've done to build this thing up and uh, set the table for me. And then I uh, appreciate everybody that's contributed to help me and uh, us and everybody here at ESPN as well as Missoula Broadcasting continue this thing going. Uh, there's been a funny, it's, it, it was funny to me as somebody that worked in newspapers for a long time and, and they've worked in the media just in various roles for a long time in Montana and outside the state of Montana. I heard for a long time that a lot of stuff like this is not viable because you can't sell it, you can't promote it. Well, we've proven all that to be completely false, and uh, we're proud to be here, and we couldn't do it without any of you. So this is a celebration of you as much as it is a celebration of us. What better way to celebrate 10 wings every 10 minutes? The Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill, the original advertiser of us here at ESPN Missoula. We'll hear more of the origin story throughout the week, uh, or excuse me, throughout the month. Each Wednesday, our lead segment's going to be with one of the sort of founding forefathers of ESPN Radio. Today, Tucker Sargent, former co-host of this show, he is on his way here. So he'll be here shortly, and uh, he'll tell some stories about the origin of ESPN. And we'll probably, well, obviously, we have to talk to him about Tom Brady as the uh, the resident New England Patriots fan amongst my group of folks. Uh, he's certainly the one that has the strongest allegiance to that. But every 10 minutes throughout this show, including right now, let's do it. Let's just get it started. We're going to be giving you 10 wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. So every 10 minutes, we're not going to hit it right on the clock because sometimes we'll be on a break or whatever. But look, I mean, with this uh, this show, here's, 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 the, here's the black and white of it all. This is a six-segment show. So we'll have six different chances for you to win throughout this show Desperado Wings. So do it right now. Call us. Call number 2-406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Appreciate the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill for being here. 406-888-1029. You want 10 wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill? Celebrate ESPN Radio's 10th anniversary here in Missoula? Call us right now. 888-1029. And keep that number handy because it's going to keep on coming I just said six segments, but I guess there's a couple segments that are actually even uh, multiple 10 minutes long. So just keep the phone number handy. We're just going to keep slanging wings as much as we possibly can in and out of every single break here uh, at ESPN Radio. What we got? What else we got going on on a Wednesday? Well, because it's National Sign Day, our good friend Alex Eshelman, who joins us for the Montana State Minute, SWX reporter, she will not be here uh, today because... Uh, of her work obligations, but that's okay. We're going to talk a little bit about the story that has the entire sporting world in flames. Brian Flores, a false text message, or I guess an incorrect text message by Bill Belichick. He texted the wrong former Brian on his staff. Brian Dable, hired by the New York Giants. Brian Flores got a text from Bill Belichick congratulating him for being hired by the New York Giants. Whoops, he hadn't interviewed yet. Bam, class action lawsuit against the NFL, including several different franchises. What does all that mean? How is this all going to play out? And what do we think of the courage that Brian Flores is showing in pioneering this uh, this class action lawsuit? We'll get into that. Also tell you a little bit about my origin story here at ESPN Radio. And then even though I am a little disgruntled about it, we will have full coverage for of National Signing Day for you. Uh, a bunch of signees for both Montana and Montana State. I was down 
with Bobby Houck, the head coach of the Grizzlies, earlier today, and then also caught up with Brett Vegan, head coach of the Montana State Bobcats, on the telephone line uh, right before the show here. So we have some sound bites from those two gentlemen and also some analysis of the class. And then, like you're getting used to here on a Wednesday as well, we have our Grizz Star of the Week. And this week, it's Brandon Whitney, one of the exceptional defensive players in the Big Sky Conference, a sophomore at the University of Montana. He's been playing phenomenally good basketball, particularly on the defensive end these last couple weeks. So he will join us about 5.30. You want to stream the show, you want to be a part of the show, all that good stuff, you can always stream the show on your various mobile platforms, whether it's your cell phone or your tablet, your computer, whatever. Just visit our station website, 1029ESPN.com. You want to get a hold of us? You already know. I told you, 888 but you can also text that uh, number. And I see that right now I got a long text about Barry Bonds, which is something that I've been ranting and raving about lately. So we'll get to that here in just a minute. And uh, you can also always watch the show on YouTube as well. Please uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, rate, review, all that good stuff. We are coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. You can visit NWMS Rocks and check out the largest selection of lifted trucks, diesel trucks, and off-road capable SUVs anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Take back control of the road with a new rig from Northwest Motorsport this winter. Tucker Sargent on his way here to hang out with me. Uh, Coulter Nuanez. Let's go to the text line real quick. This is a text from a listener. A note on the Barry Bonds Hall of Fame situation. I was out at the Hall of Fame in December. The argument that the Hall of Fame is a museum and therefore Bonds needs to be enshrined to document his place in history is misplaced. Bonds in the Hall of Fame. Bonds is in the Hall of Fame. Excuse me. He's not. He's just not enshrined as a player. He doesn't have a plaque. Same is true for Pete Rose. He's all over the place in there. He just doesn't have a plaque. So Bonds doesn't need to get into the Hall of Fame in order for the Hall of Fame document, the Hall of Fame to document, excuse me, his place in history. That being said, I still agree with your other arguments that he earned it before he ever took steroids. Great text. Great, great piece of feedback. Appreciate that. Thank you so much for that because it is true. I mean, the, the history of baseball is memorialized in the Hall of Fame, period. And, you know, various bats and home run balls and, significant moments in jerseys and all that stuff. It, it's in the it's in the museum that is the Hall of Fame. Like there's certainly acknowledgement of Pete Rose and his his uh record setting hits, just like Barry Bonds and his record setting home runs. They are just not enshrined in the Hall of Fame as individuals. So uh that's that's a good detail, a good nuance to remember. Um that said there's so much nuance to this. First of all, I think the one thing that, that maybe the general public f- fails to remember is the whole brewing of this steroid controversy in the late 1990s stems from, and there stems from several different dynamics, but one of the triggers for this was when Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were in the midst of Chasing Roger Maris' hallowed record of 61 home runs, a record that had stood since 1961. And Mark McGuire had his androstein, which is a a pro-hormone. For those that are not familiar with supplementation and pro-hormones, pro-hormones are precursors to anabolic steroids. You orally take pro-hormones, and your body converts them to anabolic substances within you. 
So it's not technically a steroid. It's a precursor to a steroid, but it still boosts your testosterone levels, boosts your muscle mass, boosts your vitality and endurance and all those sorts of things. But McGuire was taking this stuff because it wasn't a banned substance. Because one thing people forget as well, there, there was only a few supplements on the banned substance list. Steroid testing was not a thing in baseball until the mid-2000s. So to say these guys were breaking rules, they weren't. They were, they were breaking what baseball people obsess about, the sanctity of the game. And you know, that, that, that's, a, that's a different argument. There was no direct rules being broken. In fact, Mark McGuire was not trying to hide this from anybody. Mark McGuire had his performance-enhancing, quote-unquote, drug supplement in his locker. And somebody asked about it, and he candidly talked about it. That was sort of the initial precursor. Then this became so seedy and hairy and uh, sort of less than savory because of the Balco scandal. And it's because not just the, the scientific manipulation of the substances that these guys were consuming, but also just the, the sort of behind closed doors in back alleys nature of it. I mean, you're talking about hiding your garbage and, and like throwing away all of the, the tubes and containers of, of the cream and the clear and all the things that you're taking and the syringes for the, the drugs that you're injecting, it, it became it, it, they were treating it as if it was taboo, so then therefore it became taboo. But I, I think there's a lot more nuance to it. But all that said, take all of it away. The vast majority of pitchers that Barry Bonds hit home runs off of were also juicing. And the fact of the matter is also if Barry Bonds would have never taken a steroid, he's still a Hall of Famer. So I, I continue to to uh, preach about this because I just think that uh, there's a lot to be said about it. And But a great text from the listener. So thank you so much. It is worth noting that uh, the Hall of Fame is indeed a museum and Barry Bonds is indeed a part of the Hall of Fame. He is just not enshrined as an individual. No one is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Who would have thought we'd be screaming and yelling about baseball every single day around here? But we are, and I'm actually having a great time doing it. Welcome to the studio now, Tucker Sargent, a guy who, uh, one of the, what, what are we going to call you? One of the founding fathers of, of ESPN? I guess you, you were along for... be a founding father. Yeah, I mean, you were Am along... on the right mic? Oh, yeah, you're on the right mic. This, right. this one sort of got uh, severed. I don't know what happened here. We had, right. a, we had a little decapitation of the cord here, so welcome in, man. How you doing? I Cold. Yeah, it's freezing. What? Uh, yeah, I don't even know what happened. You usually, you know, whatever mid twenties, that's all good. But four degrees. I. It is one of the rare instances that we actually canceled uh, lacrosse practice today. So you guys are diving into the lacrosse already. First game is Saturday. Wow, February second, and these guys are practicing lacrosse. Unbelievable! It is our tenth anniversary. Each Wednesday, we're going to get the show kicked off with the founding fathers. Our good buddy Ryan Tutel will be swinging by here in a couple weeks. Just depends on when he gets back stateside. That's right. He's coming back from South Africa. So when he gets back around, we'll have does him he have in a studio. Ticket? Well, he does. In fact, his visa is about to expire. I don't think he would actually be oh, coming gonna, back. <laughs> there's got to be a reason he's coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming back because... Uh, he can't stay. He can't stay. He'd, he'd have to get a, a large extension on his visa. I also think that uh, his... Uh, Sister's ready to uh, deport him at this point. <laughs> I think that she's, uh, she's... You know, he really doesn't mind imposing. 
No, 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 no. Shameless. Fully shameless. Hey, I'm going to bring my entire family, all three of my little kids, to your house, and we're going to stay as long as I tell you. It's amazing. It's, it, I don't know if it's a great trait or uh, or not. I don't know. Endearing. It's endearing, to be sure. Well, Ryan will join us, our good friend Tommy Evans, who's uh, done so much work behind the scenes here at Missoula Broadcasting Company and specifically here at ESPN. He said he's already got a whole outline prepared for his segment. So I hope he joins us. That's a lot us. more than me. I just showed up. But Tommy, Tommy was here from the beginning. Absolutely. And then I believe we're efforting Dave Cowan, former general manager here at uh, Missoula Broadcasting Company, another guy that had a big influence on us starting. But 10 years of ESPN Radio in Missoula. I've been along for it for about half the ride. And uh, Chuck was here very much towards the beginning. Before we get into some storytelling time, though, how about this? You want some wings? We got so many wings for you, it's unbelievable. We're going to give you 10 wings every 10 minutes to celebrate ESPN Radio's 10th anniversary we're already one giveaway in. Let's make it two. 406-888-1029. Every Wednesday show, Wing It Wednesday, we'll have 10 wings every 10 minutes. Presented by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Call us right now. 406-888-1029. Let's go caller number one. You call us right now. 888-1029. We got 10 wings from the, des- the best wing spot here in the state of Montana. So, Tucker, you actually started here at Missoula Broadcasting Company once upon a time as a salesman. Is that right? Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's a longer story than that. But, yeah, <laughs> essentially, yeah, I came on as a salesman. Okay. And uh, then at, at what point had you been working here when our good buddy Ryan Tutel started doing his uh, his Tuesdays with Tutel? Well, so the whole ESPN thing started prior to that. This was something that sure. we've been talking with. This is uh, a good origin story, yeah, and I, I know our uh, our owner here uh, doesn't want this story told, so we're absolutely going to tell this yeah, story so right now. Becky Smith and I, uh, <laughs> and Dave Count have been talking about this for a while and, and developing more sports uh, in the Missoula market and covering high school, college sports better than they've ever been covered before and trying to figure out the platform to do it. And uh, one it was, it was one day I was sitting at the... Uh, uh, Missoula Osprey baseball game and noticed that the uh, Fox Sports and ESPN Radio were uh, advertising on the same billboard and I thought that's weird competitors are advertising together so we dove into it a little bit and uh, got in touch with some folks at ESPN and found out that we could acquire uh, the ESPN signal and so that was really how it happened was just uh you know, realizing talking to the right people, getting ESPN on the air um, on the airways and under this house, and putting it de- putting it with people who really wanted to grow it and manage it, and not just basically replay totally the, the national scene. And I think that's one of the great things that th- this show has done, starting with you know Tutel, myself. Coulter, you taking it over, all the programming Tommy's done, everything behind the scenes, going back to guys like Dave Cowan and the, the original vision of uh, Becky Smith, too, is really covering not just the national sports. We know those are important, but the local sports here in Montana, the high school, the youth, all the other things going on that we can get in and affect them, tell these people's stories. Um, and ESPN was thrilled to hear that someone wanted to kind of take the, take their brand and run with it and dive into the community. So that's how we actually got it. And then once we got going, it was like, all right, well, we need another guy. There needs right. to be a voice of it. And Ryan was one of the first ones on uh, to jump on and start showing us. Start out with two t- Tuesdays with Tutel. Um, Just one hour on the mic. It was one, week, one right? hour on Tuesdays, yeah. And uh, I remember he and I launched that first show. I don't know why my name didn't get to be put on that that initial one, but sure. uh, 
we were both there, and I remember, you know, being so nervous the first show. Really? And just like sweating. I mean, it was That's the first time you. we. Well, it was the first time we opened the mic, and we didn't really know what we were doing or how it was going to go. Well, or, or I still or, don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, but once you get comfortable <laughs> being blind and not knowing what you're doing, it's a lot easier. But the first time when there's expectations, you're like, oh, this is the first one. I can't screw it up. I know. Uh, and then you realize you can screw it up all the time, and it's just time, right? It just goes, it's gone, and then people forget about it. It's, uh, so, it's so funny, too, because now I've gotten, uh, you know, we, we have so many um, a variety of guests and contributors around here. I mean, there's at least a dozen people that come on every week, plus then a whole bunch of other people that are just interviews for, you know, the time and place and whatever event is coming up. And uh, of our regular contributors, there's several of those people that are incredibly um, organized and well-prepared, and they are always asking me, well, what are we going to talk about? And I say, well, here's your broad topic. That's all you need to know. Right, and I think that's one of the glorious things of radio, and that's sort of the way that we formatted the show totally. initially was like, you know, Ryan and I, the first couple, really tried to line it out and stick to the outline, and then we realized we never even looked at it. And the beauty of this platform and the beauty of radio is it's really a conversation, right? We're not, that's right. We're, that's not, right. We're, we're not the ones responsible for reporting the news. We sure. get to talk about the news. We get to talk or, or whatever else we feel like, and hopefully it's entertaining enough that people tune in and people want to sponsor it and, and get in. But, like, you know, we're not breaking scores. We're not breaking stories sure. here. You know, that, that's that's the that's like your other job. That's like the totally. skyline, guys. That's yeah. the, you know, you're diving in. You're going to the press conference. We're here to get the human side of it and make it fun and make it entertaining. And I think that's the part that sometimes people get, like, so worked up about and then just realize, like, all right, remove the mic and imagine you're just – you're just BSing with one of your buddies. That's exactly and, right. And that's what, the, that's what it's supposed to be. And that, to me, is what, like, I listen to a lot of talk radio. I yes. to podcasts, everything else. And I think the ones that are the most entertaining are just conversations where you feel like you get to know the, the people talking. So here's the way that ESPN radio works. You are listening to ESPN radio. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television. Thanks for being with us here on Nuanas Now. Celebrating our 10th anniversary here at ESPN Missoula. Happy to be along for the ride, like I have. Tucker Sargent in studio. So for those that don't really understand, ESPN National, there's at National ESPN Radio, but you could become an affiliate of ESPN National as we are here at ESPN Missoula. And what that means is that you, you pay an affiliate fee each month, but you also are required to run some of the national programming, but mostly you're required to do most of the national avails. So that means you're required to run the ads nationally that ESPN has sold nationally. It benefits ESPN because they can tell you know, their, their national insurance company or their national, you know, cola company or, or wh whatever. Hey, we have 300 affiliates coast to coast or whatever it might be. But then as a local affiliate, you can break in and crack the mic for however much of the inventory you're comfortable selling and also how much of the inventory they're allowing you to break in. So, for example, a lot of times people ask me, well, you know, is there any plans to have all sorts of shows all over ESPN Missoula? There is in the future, particularly as Missoula grows, but as of right now, we could really only have stuff from 2 p.m. in the afternoon on because we are sort of required to run some of the national stuff, and that's fine. There's nothing to complain about there. But that's why I think that you guys had the initial great vision, and then since I've been on board, I've been really hammering that element of it home every single day is hyper-local when it comes to the state of Montana is what people that are listening to this show are most interested in. By the time you get to 4 o'clock right, on a weekday, you know about LeBron James and Serena Williams and Tom Brady, and we like to give you the Montana 
angle of that, sort of the the comedy and the the takes of those sorts of you know highly visible national stories. But we also want to be the only place you're going to hear from the girls Gatorade cross country runner of the year, or, you know, like your Grizz hockey guys. We've had a great time having those guys in the studio. I love talking lacrosse with you because yeah. you're not hearing that anywhere else. So that, that's just sort of the, the, the way that we've wanted to do it. And it, it seems, you know, I mean, here we are, we're on year 10. So I think everybody out there has uh, enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. Uh, but I, I do think though, that's another thing that, that uh, has been reinforced to me, which makes me very happy and proud is that people are in Montana love hearing stories about people in Montana. There was always this notion like, well, you got to keep it towards the revenue sports. They got to talk all football and men's basketball. No way. Some of our biggest, most downloaded episodes on the podcast are like Quinn Wolferman last week, the kid from Missoula who won the X Games gold medal, you know? Right. Or like when we had your uh, your hockey captain in here, that one got a whole bunch of downloads because he shared it on Facebook. Now his mom's listening. So that part I think is really cool and also very unique. Oh, totally. And, and I mean, that's the fun part about this. And, you know, one of the things that I love to do that uh, I think the show's kind of gotten away from, but, you know, bringing the other just general <laughs> thoughts of what's going on in the world or in sure. town. I mean, I think it's a great time to just, this should be fun. This should be a break. And for everyone else, like, just you got a few minutes, enjoy, and just hear about stories from around around the state and what people are doing. And I think uh, I've been very impressed with the access you've had to local athletes. And I think that's yeah, something that's, thanks, that's been really been good. You know, Ryan and I um, had more of a macro perspective on it, but the way you've been able to dive in and get in touch with, you know, these these athletes from especially the class BC schools, because sure. everyone focuses on the AA and the FCS yeah. or whatever. But I think what's interesting is to hear the stories of the people having success or from areas where you just wouldn't think it would be possible to be good at something. Totally. You know? <laughs> like you're out in Weibo and you're thinking like, uh, I don't know what's in Weibo, but say there's a, a great cross country runner sure, or, sure. you know, a six man, you know, guy who's got a chance right, to go play right. at a higher level. I mean, it's, that's the kind of stuff where it's like, I want to hear, how this guy came up and yeah. what made him him. Absolutely. Tucker Sergeant in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas here on Nuanas. Now it's our 10th anniversary here at ESPN Missoula. We'll be celebrating that throughout the month, but specifically each Wednesday here, the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill has been kind enough and generous enough as the first sponsor of this show way back in the day, they 10 years ago. One. Thank yep. you, Brian. Thanks, Brian. I did, he, Brad was just in here dropping off the wing certificates that you're going to win. How about one more time here in segment number one? 10 wings for the 10th anniversary of ESPN Missoula. Call us right now, 888-1029. That's 888-1029. Caller number one, we got 10 wings in the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. For you, call us right now, 406-888-1029. So, Tuck, I know you got to go here in about five minutes, so let's talk a couple things around the world of sports. First, we'll start in Montana. This is the greatest story. I, I was loving this, cutting the sports center for it. This morning's sports center, it was about one thing, one thing alone. The Lodgegrass Indians, the number one team in Class B, two-time defending state champs. They're 13-0 this year. Damon Grovant, one of the best players in the state of Montana, period. Not just now, but maybe ever. Last night, he comes into the game needing 34 points to pass Elvis Old Bull. Elvis Old Bull is widely considered royalty, especially when it comes to native peoples in the state of Montana. 
He was an absolute legend. I think he was number 19 on Sports Illustrated's list of the top 50 athletes in the history of the state of Montana. This is a guy who didn't even play college basketball. Uh, sure. he, he actually might have gone to play for a year somewhere, but three-time state champion, three-time state tournament MVP. Oh, by the way, he's Damon Gravant's great uncle, so that's pretty cool. But Gravant needed 34 points coming into last night's game to surpass Old Bull's Lodgegrass scoring record. Dude goes out and drops 71. And the- I do it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm following this on Twitter, and I am just utterly captivated. This guy has 38 at halftime. All of a sudden, he's got 45. I'm like sitting here looking up the MHSA record book. I'm like, what's the single-game record? Then all of a sudden, he goes all the way out and beats it. He made 28 field goals last night. He was he made 22s, 8 threes, and then also, also hit 7 free throws. 71 points. Unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable, and really at any level. I mean, you th- if you compare that to like an NBA game where, you know, Kobe, I think he had that 81-point game. Obviously, there's Will Chamberlain's 100-point game. I think Kobe that same year had another 60-point game. There's been a couple of other guys up in the 50s and 60s. But high school games are a lot shorter. Like, the amount of time you have... That's what I'm saying. Is, uh, ...to score 71 points is... I, I, was, I was down at Grizz Basketball practice. I mean, the game is not 71 minutes long. No, the game's 32 minutes long. Right. That's crazy. I know. I was tired. So you're scoring a point every, more than once every 30 seconds. Exactly. And there's no shot clock in Montana either. Did That's, anyone else score? Uh, yeah, they scored 108 points. So they had like a normal <laughs> high school game. Let's say he scores his season average. He's averaging right. like 32 yeah, that, a game. That is an amazing story. Right? I want to know about the other team. Right. Like, well, it was Holy Project. So Holy Project is a solid Class B sports program all the way around. There's some socioeconomic dynamics that go into that. People that know Huntley Project, it's right outside of Billings, and they draw from Warden and a bunch of the other right. ranching communities. They have a lot of money, good facilities. Lodgegrass is the real deal. Tonight, Lodgegrass plays Lame Deer in the Billings Metro. I bet you that sucker's sold out tonight. I Actually, if we, I wish if we would have known that, I would have driven over to Billings and done this show from there because that's going to be a barn burn. That's going to be sweet. Uh, that would be – and that's what's kind of fun, too, is seeing the community support for those other ones. Like, the class of AA schools, yeah, you get a lot of people because there's a lot of people there, but it's not – it doesn't have the same pull. When you get a big class B, like when the Adam Center hosts the, oh, you know, the, the BNC tournaments, the place fills up. Oh, absolutely. Like more than the double-A schools. Absolutely. I mean, it's like the old joke, right? Tonight, if you want, you could go do whatever you want in Lodgegrass or Lame Deer because ain't nobody going to be there. (laughs) Right? They're all going to be in Billings watching the basketball game. Tucker Sergeant in studio. I know you got to go. So last thing for you, we have to get your thoughts because this has been the number one thing that you and I have talked about on this show for years. The man, the myth, the legend, Tom Brady, retires. Oh yeah. What I mean, you are a long time New England. Coming. You have long you have deep New England ties. You're a long time mm-hmm. Patriots fan. I thought it was utterly fascinating and also quite uh quite petty that he wrote a 19-page Instagram post and did not mention the New England Patriots one time. I thought that was incredibly uh I thought it was just striking. Uh, you know, I noticed that too and I I mean, none of it really bugs me. He's already (laughs) – he's done great. He he was a great player. He's fun to watch. His last game was vintage Brady. I mean, they were down 15 points, and he comes back and basically ties the game with, you know, I I think – what was it like? They tied it with about two minutes to go. Yeah, two minutes to go, and you're just thinking, all right, here he goes. So, obviously, he could still play. So – the way I I read into that and looked at it is he already made that post – Right. Saying goodbye to the Patriots right. and all of that stuff sure. two seasons sure, ago. Sure, sure, sure. And so then this one is coming 
going from the NFL and um, this is the last team he played for. I, it is. You would think the Patriots would be mentioned in it. I, I can't imagine from everything I've read and seen about it that there's really any bad blood. I mean, I don't see how there could be bad blood there. He's never said there has been any bad blood. He's you know very close with the Kraft family and the ownership. I think that it was just saying this is the last chapter. I've already said you know goodbye to the previous chapter. He seems to be a guy who's very kind of linear in what his progressions is and where he's going. Um, and clearly he's got a lot of, you know, fans of Patriots. I mean, it was all over the internet today. Anything that you looked at was, you know, his former Patriots teammates, you know, reaching out to him and Tom talking back to them. So, you know, I think people want like, like everything that they want to make a bigger deal and read into it more than maybe there needs to be. Um, but personally, I'm kind of glad it's over. I didn't like the last two years in a Bucks uniform and, you know, Watching him win the Super Bowl, yeah, I was a Brady fan, but kind of bittersweet thinking like, man, he kind of felt like he should still be ours. And uh, I, I've been thinking about this since Saturday, and my initial thought was, how miserable is Giselle going to be on a Sunday when Tom Brady's watching the NFL? Because he'll just be like, well, that guy's a bum. Why? Why is that guy? He he does still yeah, have. Like, do do you think he's like sitting down watching the NFL? Well, that, that's the, the thing. And as, and as Andrew Outen, our producer, said, there's no way he's watching the NFL next year. He's just going to go on a cruise for the entire duration of the NFL season and just like distance himself. I mean, from he's got it. all these other things to do, all these other interests, all these things he hasn't done. And totally. I, did, I don't know if you watched any of the bra- the the, I watched the, the first, arena. first two. Yeah, yeah. So he, he talks about self congratulatory, nauseating, it, but it's also interesting because there's a lot of good stories. There's good stories. It, it, even as a Patriots fan, I thought it was like a little. I mean, it's like, dude, you're making this about yourself. Like, oh man, like wait for somebody else to make it about you. I don't know about making it about yourself. It's pretty, pretty weird. Anyways, it's not. It's, but it's, so it's on, my, it's very my point is, though, there, you know, there, there was uh, he, a couple years ago. He had a four game suspension to start the season. Yeah. He had to be away from the team, and he's talking about you know what he did. And he actually went on like a mini vacation with his family yep. and talked about not even thinking about or watching any football. And just realizing, like, and I think that's kind of when the wheels started churning. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. he had to still had the drive to play, but being like, man, there's a lot more, and I've missed out on this stuff for 20 plus years yeah. that I could be doing. And I mean, when you play in a league or do something in a league, you're not really a fan the same way, right? Like, totally. you know all the insides totally. and outs and everything. So, like, you know, do, do you think he, when he's not playing, does he care what the other teams no. are doing or the score, who wins, right? Like, I, and, and that's what I've come around to now that we're sitting here on a Wednesday is that I initially thought he would never walk away until he knew he wasn't good enough to be one of the best players in the game. Then I thought to myself, actually, it's the opposite. If they would have beat the Rams and they would have beat – uh, the Niners and they're in the Super Bowl and he wins the Super Bowl or whatever. If they get to the Super Bowl, I don't think he walks away. I also think though, because he fell short for the first time in making his voodoo magic and coming back work, he and I actually think that that might be the thing I have the most respect for about Tom Brady of anything. He truly walked away after leading the NFL in passing yards and was second in passing touchdowns at 44 years old, got to the playoffs, won a playoff game, lost to the Rams, walked away. And, like, arguably a pretty strong MVP contender. No question. I mean, I think he's going to finish second or third in the MVP voting. Absolutely. And I think that actually maybe is the most respectable part about him. He was never going to sit there and decline and wait until he couldn't do it anymore, like a la Ben Roethlisberger. He's just leaving right now, and he can say, hey, man, I threw 43 touchdowns when I was 44 years old. 
Peace. I'm out. And, and, you know, as you get through that man in the arena, there was some good insightful things about talking about, like, because it talks about each individual season and how, like, just depending on chemistry teams, different things like out. Like some seasons are fun and they're easy. They're happy go lucky in your gym. But like, sometimes it's a grind and it's like anything else. Like you have moments in your work life where like, you kind of just got to trudge through. And you know, he was talking, I, I heard an interview with him uh, even this year where he was talking about, you know, last year, was a really it was a new exciting thing trying right. something new it was, right. the whole season was pretty fun like there wasn't a lot of expectation you know it was a good team but you know it's the first year with it what's going to happen obviously that they it went as well as it could comes back this year things are a little bit different it's a bit more of a grind there's not sort of the same desire every day he's day dealing in, day with out. antonio brown he's losing got, his I mean, hooky <laughs> two mind like uh, and, it is it is different it's so here's different. the question for you that that i think is the bigger one yeah what does Gronkowski do? Oh, man. Because there's a lot of quotes saying Gronk says, well, Brady's my quarterback. I'm never yeah. playing for anyone yeah. else. Yeah, well, I, I do think, though, that there's – Bruce Arians is sort of outside the mold of the of the status quo NFL coach. That is why he had a hard time catching on. Then once he found his niche and then he found his guy, I think he empowered Brady to the point where – that's what the other thing. I think that Brady went on this sort of two-year uh, retirement tour in Tampa Bay – because Brady wanted to be able to be himself and actually humanize himself to the football public. I actually find myself liking Tom Brady a lot more than when he was in New England because he was just so, you know, good soldier, I.I. captain, doing the Bill Belichick shtick for totally. 20 years. But I do think, though, because Brady, you could see how he was set free by playing by Arians. I think the Tampa Bay is going to get a brand-name quarterback. I would not be surprised if, like, Aaron Rodgers goes there, Russell Wilson goes there. Somebody's going to try to go to Tampa Bay – and then that's going to make Rob Gronkowski's decision a lot more difficult. Yeah, I, I just I think that's that, that to me is the bigger question. Like you knew Brady was going to go, and it, talking about the Arians and the looseness, like I get it. Brady did the the the, the Patriot thing for so many years. Yeah. There's a lot of guys in the Patriots though who played their whole careers that say this was perfect. This is what we wanted, right? Right. And for Brady, it was that way too. But after so long, anything can you you may just want to be like, let's try something else. A lot of people want, and now I'm going to kind of defend the Patriots, but a lot of people want to knock the Patriots like, oh, it's too regimented. Look, they drove the the best quarterback away no they kept him for 20 years and, and won, won six seven super, super bowls. bowls right oh yeah i guess six, six yeah because he gets the seventh of the Tampa Bay. absolutely but like so people want to say see it should have been that way it's like no because everyone's been doing it the other way right and you haven't had that exactly so i i think that yeah okay maybe it, it, it's tough but clearly the toughness of what belichick demands of his players it performs no question. Tucker Sargent in studio. It's our 10th anniversary celebration here at ESPN Radio. We're listening to Nuanas now. I'm sure you'll be back around soon. You guys got a road trip to get ready for, though. Grizz Lacrosse kicking off this weekend. Corvallis, Oregon, Oregon State, Saturday, 1 p.m. Watch it live on grizzlax.com. Gotta love it. And uh, will, will our guy Jeff be on the calls? This is oh, yeah, Jeff's new. getting on the bus Let's with us. Let's go, Jeff Safford. Uh, He's getting new tires All on the way right into now. the fold here. At, at uh, Missoula Broadcasting Company. You know him because of his uh, work as the voice of the Missoula Paddleheads, but he will also now be calling Grizz Lacrosse and Grizz Hockey Games for us here, ESPN Missoula, as well as grizzlax.com. So you can check that out if you're interested in the action from out on the West Coast. Thanks for swinging by, man. This was fun. You bet. Thank you. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. We got more wings. Plus, <laughs> speaking of the Patriots, old man Bill Belichick doesn't know how to text the right Brian. It's funny until it causes what could be one of the biggest fallouts in the history of the NFL, Brian Flores' scandal. 
the jokes and the seriousness of it all. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. This is the part where the illustrious and golden pipes of the one and only Gus Tutel would say, Hello, Missoula. I don't got the same swag that that guy's got. Just trying to, you know, follow in one of my mentor's footsteps. Welcome back to ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. This is Nuanas Now. I'm Coulter Nuanas. Happy to be here with you on a Wednesday. It's the first day of our 10th anniversary celebration 10th anniversary here at ESPN Radio in Missoula. So proud and so happy to be a part of this whole thing and the way we've grown it to being on statewide television every day, having a full two-hour show. All the engagements from all of you guys has been awesome. Andrew, our producer in the back, just sent me a video of uh, me giving away some wings and the the phone call lines just light it up, just uh, roll it all the way through. So we're happy that you're happy, happy that you're excited and thanks so much for spending some time with us here on a Wednesday. If you missed the memo, we got 10 wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill every 10 minutes here at ESPN Radio. It's going to be a moving target as far as the actual specific nature of when I cue you to call. But we will be giving away five 10-packs in hour number one, five 10-packs in hour number two. And we'll keep on doing that each Wednesday throughout the month of February. So really appreciate Brian and all the fine folks down at the Despo for their unwavering support of us here at ESPN Radio. How about wings right now? 888-1029. Text that number, 406-888-1029. Text us your name or maybe your favorite sports team. What's Tom Brady going to be doing a year from now? Whatever. Just get a hold of us right now. Whoever texts first, 406-888-1029. We got 10 wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. It is the first Wednesday of February, which means that it's National Signing Day. The way that National Signing Day has evolved for college football uh, has been profound. It's been um, uh, very different than it was when I first started doing this from a beat writing perspective, covering the Cats and the Grizz. There wasn't such a uh, fervor for Twitter back then. There wasn't all this technology and uh, all that stuff. So it used to be that the recruits would literally fax their numbers in to um, the coaching staffs. There was also a lot more secrecy to it. It was a lot easier to keep guys under the radar. There's a lot of surprises, a lot of fanfare. Now, it just seems like almost all the news is out there right when the kids commit. And so when they sign, it's just a finality of it all rather than an actual uh, surprise or, or anything that really perks your your interest. That said, I do appreciate this day for the opportunity and uh, the life-changing moment that it is for the individual student-athlete for sure. So I'm not trying to demean any of that. But... I do think that there's a real conversation there just about 
the fanfare that surrounds it, the overexposure, sort of the the, uh, the sharp spotlight that's on a bunch of people, and a lot of, most more than anything though, there's just the projections of it all. Because here's the thing: this day and age, college football, first of all, is is incredibly hard, and the the turnover, the attrition rate that we have in college football right now, I mean, it's like 50-50 if you're even going to make it in a college football program. So it doesn't really matter what your your abilities and star ratings and all that stuff is when you sign. It's all about what you can develop into, what you might become, as well as will you stick it out? Are you tough enough to stick it out? That's the key to all this. I'm talking about National Signing Day because our good friend Alex Eshelman from SWX Montana Television usually joins us during the 4.30 segment here on Nuanas Now each Wednesday for the Montana State Minute. But she's been running around to Belgrade and Bozeman High School and, and Gallatin High School, as well as attending Brent Vegan's press conference at Montana State. So she's caught up doing all her real job. And uh, so she'll be back with us next week. So we'll have some reactions from her uh, about National Signing Day, as well as about Bobcat men's and women's basketball. But the Montana State Minute remains. The Montana State Minute presented by JV Restaurant Supply. JV Restaurant Supply. You're home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a scotty, you can score big with J&V. No matter if you have a big party to plan or some sort of event, or maybe you're just a restaurant owner, J&V has three locations in Montana, Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. They also have a great website, jvrestaurant.com. J&V is proud to sponsor athletics across the state of Montana for over 45 years. J&V, your restaurant specialist. Let's talk a little bit, we're going to talk more about this throughout the week, specifically on Friday when our good buddy Rajim Seabrook is here. But uh, a scandal that could be the uh, one of the biggest scandals in the history of the NFL. That's Those are strong words considering how scandal-ridden the NFL has been. Brian Flores, fired in Miami despite having consecutive winning records. Despite being fired, then one of the top candidates for the nine, count them, nine head coaching jobs in the NFL. Crazy that there's nine new, going to be nine new head coaches in the NFL next year. I, that's a different conversation to be had in terms of the what have you done for me lately. But Flores was expected to be in the mix for several of those jobs. Well, now he's not going to be because he is taking on the institution, that the unbreakable institution that is the NFL head on. Flores famously comes to the Bill Belichick coaching tree. He was a defensive coach there on Bill Belichick's staff in New England. Brian Dable, formerly the offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills, as well as the, now the new head coach of the New York Giants, also from the Belichick coaching tree. Not a coincidence, or I guess uh, coincidentally, I should say, they each have the first name Brian. Well, Bill Belichick texted who he thought was Brian Dable, but instead texted Brian Flores and said, I think that uh, you might be the man there in New York or something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing. But basically, Belichick accidentally congratulated Brian Flores for getting the job with Buffalo when Brian Flores had not, excuse me, with getting the job with the New York Giants when Brian Flores had not yet interviewed with the Giants. He responded and said, I have my interview upcoming. And then Belichick tried to backtrack and then basically admitted that he had screwed up and texted the wrong person. 
that's the first domino then to Brian Flores being now the leader of a class action lawsuit against several NFL franchises as well as the NFL as a whole. As we know, there's the uh, the the Rooney Act in the NFL, which means that every head coaching opening, a team must bring in a minority coach. Brian Flores is black, and so that does uh, fit the mold of, of somebody that they need to interview. But there's been this growing narrative about how oftentimes many of the minority candidates that are interviewed are just interviewed as a pleasantry rather than as a real candidate. And there's never been a huge percentage of uh, African-American coaches in the NFL, but there's been more over the last decade or so than there is right now. Right now, 32 NFL teams... Mike Tomlin's the only black coach in the NFL. That's insane, considering that the majority of the NFL is made up of, of African-American players. That's It's it's just crazy. And so what's sort of behind the curtain? Well, then there's secondarily all this other stuff that's coming out because of this class action lawsuit about the guy who owns the Miami Dolphins offering Brian Flores $100,000 a game to tank that in itself is crazy. There's all these tampering stories about Brian Flores unbe- unknowingly meeting up with Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, as well as, at, at, at least at this point, unnamed premier quarterback. Just accidentally, we ran into him on the pier. We're going to go on a little sale. Like, that kind of stuff is so far beyond unethical and illegal in the NFL. It's crazy, and all of this stuff is just scratching the surface. It's all going to come out. It's going to be a gigantic mess for the NFL. But more than anything, though, as as Chris Mortensen said, longtime NFL reporter, he said that he thinks that Brian Flores is showing as much courage as anybody he's seen in the NFL in his 50 years covering the league. Because let's be clear, Brian Flores is now the, the the man that's taken on the institution at large, one of the most powerful institutions in the world. That then, Brian Flores is not going to be a candidate for any of the head coaching jobs right now. Just from a logistical standpoint, pretty hard to hire somebody who's in this situation, regardless of his resume, and regardless of if he's being blackballed or not. Just logistically, if you're in the midst of this huge lawsuit, most employers aren't going to take a chance on you whatsoever. So it remains to be seen how this all plays out. I have a lot of thoughts and opinions about this, but we are up against it. So we'll come back around to this maybe later on in this show as well as later on this week. I specifically want to talk about this with with our GMC Bear because I know he was very disappointed last week in his New York Giants hiring Brian Dable and not giving Brian Flores a fair shake. And so uh, we'll see. We'll see how this all plays out, but there's a whole bunch of stuff here. It's uh, it's juicy. It's inflammatory. It's what the NFL deserves in a lot of ways. I hope that it reveals a bunch of the, uh, I mean, to put it completely frankly, the the racist behavior, the, the prejudice that exists among NFL ownership groups. I hope it puts it on full display, um, but we'll see. More on that a little later on in the week. But right after this, more wings. Plus, a little storytelling. How did I, a former newspaper writer, make my way to ESPN Missoula? You might have heard it before. Maybe you didn't. Either way, keep it right here. Ten Wings, the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. 
plus a little story time on the other side. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Radio. I'm thinking why, yeah, 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 What's up, Montana? Welcome back. Demont is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Appreciate you being here. Hope you're having an outstanding day. Want some more wings? <laughs> the king. The king of wings. Our guy, Brian Cody, owner and operator of Desperado Sports Center and Grill. He just dropped off the certificates. We got so many, I couldn't even count them. I was trying to count them on the break. I had to take my shoes off twice. I had no idea how many we even got out there. So many, we're going to keep giving them to you. How about that? Call us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888 It's part of our 10th anniversary celebration here at ESPN Radio. Every Wednesday, it's a Wing It Wednesday to the moon. Every 10 minutes, we got 10 wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Caller number one, 888 Call us right now. We got 10 wings to the Despo. Just do it. You know you want to. We've been around since February 2012. I've been riding along since August 7th of 2017. How did this all happen? Well, once upon a time, a Tucker Sargent, who joined us off the top, our first segment, uh, he and I were about the same age, and uh, we were at the University of Montana together. And this was back in probably 2007, I'd say. And Tuck, who's now the head coach of the University of Montana lacrosse team, he sort of helped spearhead the club team at Montana. Uh, They had brought it to town. He and a couple other guys with East Coast Roots, and his other buddy, Will Freihofer, who's also a good friend of mine, was in journalism school. And Will, when we were working at the student newspaper, said, hey, man, we got a new lacrosse team on campus. I think it might make a good feature. And in the springtime, you're always looking for good features when you're a sports writer. So, like, that is a good feature. Okay. So I interviewed Tuck, and I interviewed Will, and I interviewed a couple other guys. And that was one of my uh, first stories at the student newspaper way back then. So that was sort of my first uh, crossing paths with Tucker. Well, then... When, uh, yeah, I worked in newspapers for a long time. So I worked in newspapers in uh, 2006, and I worked in newspapers until 2012, so about seven years. Uh, stops at the Missoulian and the Owensburg Daily Record, as well as the Bozeman Chronicle. And uh, back in 2012, I sort of saw the writing on the wall with uh, the, the future of the newspaper industry. And don't get me wrong, I still love newspapers. I still read the newspaper every day. I actually read several newspapers every day. But I sort of saw the writing on the wall in terms of the, the future of the industry and more my personal path in it. I was the sports editor at the Chronicle when I was only you know 24, 25 years old. 
And I, I, feel, I felt like if I wanted to stay in Montana, I'd kind of already hit my ceiling just in terms of earnings. And also, you know, for as uh, romantic as working in a newspaper is, <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely for the young and uh, energetic because especially in sports, you're working past midnight on your formative nights. And so, you know, not a lot of dates happening, <laughs> not, not a lot of social life on the Friday and Saturday nights. So decided to make a move and, and uh, start my own multimedia company. Started out just covering Bobcat sports at first because I was in Bozeman. But then that evolved then when my brother graduated here from the University of Montana Business School. And uh, we sort of made a business plan. We decided to launch a multimedia company, and we called it Skyline Sports. Uh, this last year, we celebrated our eighth anniversary at Skyline Sports. So very proud of that and that endeavor. And uh, we've continued to, to build it and provide the best uh, in comprehensive coverage of the Big Sky Conference. Well, then, uh, when when Ryan Tutel, who, by the way, I've known my whole life because I'm really good friends with his brother, but I actually hadn't known Ryan that well because he is eight years older than me. So Ryan left Missoula, left Montana when uh, when he was uh, after high school. And, and when he was graduating high school, I was only 10 or 11. I was probably fourth or fifth grade. So then Ryan was gone for a long time, and I sort of completely lost touch with him. Well, then I recognized the name, and I started seeing Ryan at various sporting events. And, uh, and then I sort of reconnected with Tucker. And Tucker was like, well, Ryan, Coulter has this Big Sky Conference website, and uh, he's great when it comes to analyzing the Big Sky Conference. We should bring him on uh, once or twice a week to just do some hits on the show. Awesome. So I would come on this show went back when it was Tutel and Tucker and just do a hit every once in a while. And uh, then as the thing started, started to evolve, then when uh, – Tucker decided that, you know, being the Grizzly Cross coach and running the, the hockey lacrosse store and selling real estate was enough on his plate, which it's plenty. <laughs> he decided that he uh, didn't, didn't necessarily have the, the full time to dedicate to this show. So Ryan wanted me to come take a part of it. And then uh, yeah, I took the plunge August 2017. And, and here we are. It's been a true pleasure being back in my hometown and building this thing up. When, when Ryan left, we did the show for about three and a half years together. When he left... Uh, back in December of 2021, uh, excuse me, December of 2020, I didn't really know what was going to happen. And uh, it's definitely been a steep learning curve, but it's been a lot of fun. And uh, I think the proof's in the pudding in terms of the validity and, and longevity of this show because uh, from what we're getting in terms of feedback and exposure and, and podcast downloads and stream numbers and all that, the show's never been doing better. And we got to thank all of you out there for that. We couldn't have done it without you. We love all the passion that everybody that's listening to this show has for the state of Montana. And so thank you. Thank you so much for being involved in it and uh, this 10th anniversary celebration. This is this is, uh, this is is for you. This is for you out there for sure. So stay tuned every Wednesday. Every 10 minutes throughout each Wednesday show, we got 10 wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill to celebrate the 10th anniversary of ESPN Radio. And each Wednesday, we'll get the show kicked off with a special interview with several of the founding fathers of ESPN Missoula as well. So very much look forward to that. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. The ESPN Roundtable, National Signing Day. We got analysis of each of the signing classes for the Bobcats and the Grizzlies. Plus, we got sound from Bobby Houck and Brent Vegan. ESPN Roundtable, National Signing Day style. Right after this, keep it right here. ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. 
You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 